You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in to another edition of Scatter Shooting. Yes, amazingly, we are still on. Uh, I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. And I'm Ed from the North. The neighbor from the North, which is actually looks like I'm pointing South, but I'm really... <laughs> You're not. You're pointing North. I'll, yeah, I'll yes. attest to it. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, all right, welcome in. A lot of stuff going on, and I wanted to begin today with uh, something that actually happened a week ago uh, today, but uh, something that we have talked about before, uh, and that is, uh, you know, those of you faithful scatter shooting people who've been with us for the long haul <laughs> uh know that we've talked a lot about former thunder backup center ennis Cantor, oh, who now yeah. has changed mm. his name to ennis Cantor freedom and uh, he has really been a harsh critic of the nba this season and uh the chinese communist government and you know jeremy and i and Ed doesn't care because it's an NBA thing. Sure. Uh, but Jeremy I, and I, I have said, do care about this. all right, uh, that Ennis Cantor was risking his uh, livelihood by saying what he was saying because nobody else in the NBA says things against the Chinese communist government because they all make so much money from China. But uh, at the trade deadline Wednesday, last Wednesday afternoon, Ennis, who had not played a whole lot this season with the Boston Celtics, mostly because of things he had said, mm. because he's a really good player, especially when it comes to grabbing offensive rebounds and rebounds in general, uh, and is a pretty good scoring threat, too. He's not the greatest defender, but, you know, he has a lot of other qualities. Plus, he's a really nice guy. And uh, at the trade deadline, Boston traded him to Houston, and then the Rockets promptly waived him. So essentially, he's been fired. Uh, although, I mean, he, they do have to pay the rest of his contract, so he gets severance, I guess, so Joke's to speak, if them. you were in a you know a regular business type situation. But my guess is he will never play in the NBA again because mm -hmm. of his views on China. And, um, and I just, I think that is really a sad situation there, but not surprising. And, you know, Ed, you were telling us that I didn't see this, but you saw, I guess, you know, the China sent out or somebody over there sent out a tweet or a meme or an Instagram, whatever. Uh, very happy that they had let him go that he's no longer out there's not going to keep him quiet because he's still saying things but he's not you know he's not with the nba anymore and so that makes the chai comms uh, happy and i'm sure it makes the nba happy too because you know that pipeline of money and whatever the hell else well what was going to happen i mean let's, well, let's I, I mean what was going to happen has no, happened i, I mean, know i know but as but, soon as he started speaking out this is what was going to happen but here this is the thing that kind of blows my mind about all of that he's speaking out how, how, what kind of effect is that having on China? I mean, mm. well, you know I mean, what I'm saying? Them off a little exactly. Bit. So, That's so about who cares? It, essentially. I mean, I guess I don't understand China. I just don't understand any of it. I don't understand why one, I, I get why the NBA is in bed with China. And I think that that Money. is despicable, but 
But apart from that, nobody's losing anything. Are we losing well, fans because of what? Like it's, because of what Ennis Cantor says. Are you cause are you causing people to stop watching NBA games? I don't think that's even the case. I don't watch it nearly as much as I used to. But it, but th- it wasn't because of Ennis Cantor. He just happened to be vocal. That's, we already knew they were in bed with China. Right. You're way off. Right. All right. It's well, not, then, it, no, it's not about tell that. Me, tell it's me where I'm way mess, off. No, it. It, is, it, is, it is just another message from yeah. an authoritarian organization and regime well, no, I see that, that if you badmouth us, you lose your your way, your ability to earn a living. Yeah. That's what yeah, it's about. See that, they don't but. care if they don't care if they didn't lose revenue or fans. Yeah. It's about you will not speak your mind. You will well, get in line if you want to keep that job right. and you will walk the yes, line. Yes. That's exactly yeah, that that's exactly right. And so again, you know, you got to tip your cap to Ennis Cantor for saying, "You know what? This is not right. I if I lose was, my yes, job yeah. over this, I'm 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 good. Okay, now I'm gonna. You know how I feel about Ennis Cantor, all right? But I'm gonna just throw this out there because I think this is problematic. It's not like he was an all star perennially going right. every year. Oh, and yeah. I think I think that the there are gonna be people out there who look at it and go, well, for him, this was so he could say, no, this is why I got canned. It had nothing to do with my performance. I think well, this is I, the problem. I want to see because, like, to me, this is an example and why why I like what Aaron Rodgers was doing. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, and he's risking now not against China, but risking his career for other things he's stand he's standing up for. And so there, it's easy to point to. You can't say, "Well, Aaron Rodgers sucks." I mean, think about Colin Kaepernick. I mean, when right. he when he knelt down, everyone's like, "Oh, he can't get a job now because now he was kind of a really crappy quarterback. He was not doing that great." He had melted down. And so I guess that's my wise. my my disappointment well, in what's happened with Ennis Cantor because I personally I think Ennis Cantor's an underrated player, period. Right. But you know, when he was playing know. when he was playing with the Thunder, he was a regular rotation player and right. put up some really big numbers. Right. In fact, in their you know, heyday, I, right. Yeah. Too. I, I mean, you know, he and and he's you know, when you when you look at, at overall you know, I, I can pull up his career averages, but I mean, you know, they don't suck. Mm-hmm. And again, especially with his role and his offensive rebounding ability to get down in there and put backs and things like that. I mean, there are a lot worse backup centers in the NBA right. than in a scanner. This year, he did not play very much for Boston. And you know why he didn't play very much for Boston? Anybody want to take a guess? I imagine because he badmouthed the CCP. Right? Yes, exactly. If he'd have stayed quiet and not said anything about it, I'm sure he would still be so then, probably in the regular so, rotation. So here's my next question. So why? what is going to happen to the NBA if they start badmouthing China? What's China going to do? Well, China's going to cut, cut off their, their market off. Yeah. Okay. And, and here, remember okay. remember a couple of years ago when Daryl Morey, who now is no, I remember that. the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers, he used to be the GM of the Houston Rockets, and right. he had the audacity to, uh, to uh, retweet a tweet about Hong Kong. Hashtag no, I remember all of freedom that. and all like this. And the, the Chi-Coms pulled the NBA off television in China. Yeah. Well, just I mean, that's one, just that's, for one little re- retweet. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, he still had a job in the NBA, so he well, was able to get another it's job. Shocking uh, yeah, yeah. to me that he keeps that he his does. mouth shut now. Though, right? yeah, he doesn't say very much, and uh, so he's learned his lesson, I guess. Right. But again, I had and I had, you know, no particular liking for Daryl Morey until he did that. Because when he did that, mm-hmm. you know, and LeBron, 
you know, tweeted out in response that, you know, Daryl Morey is obviously uneducated about all of this. And I'm thinking, no, actually, you're you uneducated. Are. Yeah. Um, because what, what he meant he's was Daryl Morey's uneducated on and, what's going to happen if he says it. That's well, what he meant, apparently. I don't know. I, I think Daryl Morey probably knew full well what was going to happen. But the other problem that I have with that, this was during the same time when LeBron and a lot of other, not just basketball players, but other athletes, Hollywood celebrities, all the kind of woke left BS artists who were bad-mouthing the president of the United States, calling him a traitor, a terrorist, a fascist, a brother of Hitler, all that kind of stuff. Which, obviously, he was not. Right. And here they are, on one hand, calling the President of the United States a risk to freedom and democracy, a murderer, a terrorist, yada, yada, yada. And with the other hand, they are kowtowing to Xi Jinping, the leader of China, who actually, truly is everything they said about trump and more i just i guess it just shows the the average american is a complete and total imbecile punk and a moron and i'm i'm i'm, I, well, I'm not you know, saying and, that because and, i think that about them but clearly if that's the reality if you can't recognize the differences if you're like yes i agree about trump and you know china's not so bad if you're taking your influence by some moron's opinion where you can easily fact check i mean easily fact check it's not hard it, well, what else I can think, I call you? I think, well, they ju- I think they just don't care. If you, I, fair, I, I bet fine. if you asked, you know, Americans, who's the leader of China? I, okay. I guarantee eighty so percent. If they of them don't care, then why do name. they care about the president of the United States any differently? Because it's that herd. It is mentality exactly. speak. That's okay. my point. It's stupid. It's long- idiotic. It's imbecilic. It's there's no thinking going on. There's, critical thinking is gone. It, it, because here's the deal. If you're going to draw on a passionate opinion, maybe know something. I'll, t- I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you some critical. Wow. I'll wow. T- hey, I'll tell you some that's critical. That's a radical view. Here's some critical thinking that's missing from the right also. So this, this Levi's time. this Levi's executive comes out this week. I don't know what you're talking about. So it's, a, it's a female Levi's mm-hmm. president, of, president of brand marketing. Mm-hmm. And she quit. She says she was run out. Because she took a stand against schools closing. She said maybe schools should be open. And she tweeted things like this. And Levi's CEO was like, mm, you're, you're, you know, you're an executive. You need to be quiet. But meanwhile, Levi's was, was doing all the pro you know, close shutdowns and stuff. So she said, no, this is my opinion. I'm going to keep doing it. So they basically ran her out. She quit. And all my friends, you know, my my lovely right wing friends, they're like, yeah, she's a hero. She stood up for her value. She lost her job. I'm like, okay, this lady was at Levi's since 2000. She's been on the leadership team while they've closed every single American factory and sent those jobs to China. The only Levi's employees left in the country are at the San Francisco headquarters. They never sent the corporate offices to, to China. So the she she sat there as an executive and made all this money while she betrayed American workers and sent all their jobs away. But then when something affects her personally, now she's going to take a stand. And I've challenged my friends. I've said, why don't we think about the fact that she betrayed American people for the last 30 years? 
while she was in all these leadership roles. You know, we've got to think critically and think, okay, now this is a big deal to her. And now you know she's got a fat bank account and she can afford to lose this job. There's a lot of assumptions. And I, of course, know nothing of the story, but Mm -hmm. she very easily could have been the only voice of opposition in that whole leadership team. She could have easily said, well, I'm here because if I'm not, there's no resistance trying to stem the tide. You don't know that. Well, that's a really good point. You're right. I I was not in their board meetings. Well, and and she didn't quit in protest. She didn't quit in protest. And, and the thing is the other part I would say about any of that is at some point, this is the thing. People wake up when it affects them. That yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like until it does, right? Yeah, they, it's it's they don't notice it. When like it Aaron Rodgers, like Aaron Rodgers, he Rogers. didn't stand That's up for the example. American flag. He knelt right. with the rest of his team. Right. He did the whole BLM nonsense. Right. But then when it when he got criticized over his vaccination right. or not vaccination, now I'm going to take a stand. I'm the right. strong guy. But here's uh, but the centrists uh, all over the planet have been saying this for a long time that that the the free speech you know is going to come when they're trying to the censorship, I should say the, the censorship from the woke will come back and bite the woke. And this is just beginning to happen. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. Yeah. Because now all of a sudden it's like, wait, I, I thought we were for this. Because the deal was like eight months ago we were. Uh-huh. But now, well, I mean, the, AOC's tweeting the, out. The polling has changed. Dude, let, <laughs> and the midterms are let coming. Me, and the midterms this. are coming. Let yes. me say this to anybody who is under the age of 30 uh, and has any kind of reasonable uh, like at all for Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, if you're listening to the show, thank you. <laughs> you won't listen to any other episodes, I'm sure. But the thing is, she she was talking about the other day, you know, we're moving back towards Jim Crow laws. Now, here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. I want you, the person who's a fan, and you're like, yeah, amen, absolutely. Look up Jim Crow laws, what they are, and then look up her platform. Because she is right. We are moving more towards Jim Crow laws. And she's the advocate for it. She's the one who's saying we should do that while saying publicly that what they're trying to do is counter that. And it's absolutely not the case. She is for segregation, a hundred percent for segregation. And if you're for segregation, then I guess you also are an idiot. Well, you know, one, one of the problems that we have in this country is you guys have already kind of touched on it, especially you, Ed. Uh, that people don't really pay a lot of attention to what's going on. Uh, even people who are, you know, supposedly have a good head on their shoulders. A lot of people, as Ron White would say, are stupid and you can't fix stupid. And uh, other people, if it doesn't directly affect them, they don't care. Mm-hmm. And when you have the mainstream media working for you, <laughs> like the Democrats do, mm-hmm. It is very difficult because you can see what's going to happen. You know, once the poll numbers have gone into the tank, now all of a sudden mask mandates are being relaxed. All of a sudden the COVID numbers aren't as high as they were. They're talking about changing the way that they count uh, COVID deaths and COVID cases. Mm -hmm. And so what's going to happen? And, you know, we've, 
almost started a war with Russia, <laughs> and now it turns out everything's going to be good. We're all going to talk some more. Well, We're going to be good. They're, they're, just say, though, the so, administration will take credit for that. Yeah, that's what say, I'm leading up to. They're, they're, sorry, say, they're about yeah. to mm-hmm. say yeah. that the media will play right along yeah. as we get Toward the November midterms, mm-hmm. they're going to go, look what Grandpa Joe has done. Right. Stood he, down has, he has solved the COVID crisis. He has looked rootin' tootin' Vladdy Putin <laughs> right in the eye. And he said, don't you dare. And Putin ran off. And Putin ran off to the Balkans or wherever they go, the Black Sea, whatever. <laughs> and the media is going to play that up. Yeah. And, you know, nobody's paying attention. And the other thing that nobody's paying attention to is the Durham investigation. Right. Ooh. And, uh, you know, some some people, you know, I asked some friends of mine, neither one, of, I haven't asked either one of you guys because, I, you know, you guys know what it's oh, about. Oh, we know. And I have some, but just some, just some casual friends of mine, you know, I've said, hey, I'm just doing a little poll here informal poll a little pew research a little pew research <laughs> uh what do you think about the durham investigation the what mm-hmm. who like like bull durham that was a good movie up right. there in your scenery i mean that's that's kind of 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 just regular people mm-hmm. i haven't had one well let's educate say well, what our you, listeners what exactly what, what do you mean what's, what's going on what's what is, going, what is, what's going on we may not have a fully uh informed uh, audience. Um, most of our audience is probably pretty informed. You know, but there's a lot to be informed But, of. no, yes. Knows, I right? mean, you know, we, there's all of these investigations about uh, Donald Trump being a Russian spy. Mm-hmm. You know, it was kind of like the media, you know, ABC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, you know, everybody except for Fox, for before, while Donald Trump was running for president and then the four years of his presidency, it was almost like you were watching an episode of the Brady Bunch. Right. But instead of Marsha, 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 it was Russia, 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 mm-hmm. that Donald Trump was in rootin' tootin' Vladdy Putin's back pocket. He was a Russian agent. He was a spy. He was a traitor. He should be tried for treason and yes. hung, hung, hanging from the yard arm there, matey. Nice. It turns out, it turns out, and you know, there's all these congressional investigations that were, of course, run by the Democrats and people like Adam Shifty Schiff and Chucky Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and all like this. Angry Democrats. And then they get uh, Bob Mueller out there, who looks like he's about as cognizant as Joe Biden is now, to do this whole big investigation. And and Bob Mueller's like, eh, you know what? Actually, we really didn't find anything. You know, when you have an agenda to find something Mm -hmm. and you still can't hang it. I mean, like unlimited resources, right? Unlimited resources. Still, you still cannot say, well, you know what? We actually found no proof that Donald Trump was spying for the Russians, that he was a Russian agent or anything like this. And the reason of that is because he wasn't right. The reason is that this whole thing now, because of the Durham investigation, a special prosecutor who was Mm -hmm. brought in and a guy that even the Democrats say is a great lawyer, a tremendous special counsel. I'm sure here pretty soon they're going to say he's a crackpot. Some of them probably (laughs) already are because he has launched a criminal investigation, not some BS congressional Mm -hmm. thing, but an actual real criminal investigation with grand jury uh, witnesses, testimony, 
evidence. Coming and, soon, indictments. And, well, he, no, he's some, already indicted one. Already yes, has one. The, there are already indictments. He's a DNC lawyer. And, and there are others that are pending. And according to what, you know, some of these, the latest filing, the whole thing was something that a lot of people on the right and Donald Trump were saying from the very beginning yeah. that it was a whole, that it was a made up thing by the Democrats and in particular the Clinton Foundation and mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. So the real traitor to the United States mm-hmm. might be running for president again, yeah. Hillary Clinton. Well, the, just just for details, the the filing last week, the the Hillary Clinton campaign paid two tech executives durham's not naming who the executives are it's yet. like tech executive one and they, tech company you know yeah, all that they, shit. zuckerberg they, they and... got them listen, <laughs> listen how devious this is yeah they got them to get their company to get government contracts mm-hmm. to provide security for the government internet <laughs> then they were able to access the oval office servers right and plant connections between russia and the oval office to make it look like donald trump was on his computer right. in the oval office communicating with russia right yeah. and they planted in a these things. nefarious way right yes. not not you not know communicating saying right. hey yes. we need to get together and let's have this a meeting is, and talk about and none right. of the mainstream media will cover it right you know the same people that were screaming you know i heard something today during the Trump administration or, you know, the height of when they were doing all this, Adam Schiff was on national television involved in interviews or various things for 57 hours. Mm -hmm. Obviously not in one sitting, but, you know, five minutes here, 10 minutes there, half an hour here, 57 hours, just Adam Schiff, you know, not to mention Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer and, and, uh, you know, Jerry Nads Nadler and, you know, those kind of people. Talking about that, and Adam Schiff, how many times do we hear Adam Schiff say, oh, we've found the smoking gun. I've we've seen got evidence. evidence. I've, said, seen, I've seen the evidence. Yes, I've seen the evidence. I planted seen the evidence. Pl- <laughs> and it's solid. And now. <laughs> we worked hard on it. And, right. We brought and, in all the best writers. Well, and. and you know, and, and yeah. the people like the New York Times won Pulitzer Prizes for stories that they did on this. Right. And it was all made up fake fiction. fake stuff fiction mm-hmm. fiction yeah you know they they uh and you know all of these stories but see how you know, it I went doesn't to matter school, though, i went to school for journalism and all of these stories in the new york times and the washington post and cnn msnbc abc cbs blah da 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 yeah quoted an anonymous source close to the you know or sources but anonymous you never mm-hmm. never heard a name never anonymous this anonymous that you know well my people that i went to school with up at oklahoma state university my professors told me if you have an anonymous source you don't have a source Mm -hmm. because you need to or i mean you know they need to if that's what they're doing they need to provide some sort of documentation well right right that shows this is what happened they can't just pick up the phone and say Hey, right. guess what? There's some really bad things going yeah. on. Uh, who is this? I can't tell you, but geez, it's really bad. So quote me. Yeah. Well, it's it's real simple. I'm the anonymous source. Oh, okay. No, I mean, well, I'm just saying, why Anybody, not? Yeah. Well, yeah. Why can't it be well, the guy you know, who's I, well, reporting the story right. in the first place? No, yes. And, and, and uh, quite frankly, 
probably that's it is a lot of it is because it's fiction because it is fiction you know you you may have and maybe you just decide well you know geez i i can make up quotes you know better than uh, anybody well this new york times writer just released a book with some bombshells about uh what did she say that trump was flushing documents down the toilet mm-hmm. i'm like are you kidding me well see that's that's how they're no, kind of and, and, and here's, here's what's so idiotic about it he she's saying this well you you knew this two years ago why are you talking about it now oh oh weird how weird you just released a book and that's where yes. oh maybe right. maybe the motive is a little different than what you're portraying right just release the book dude, we're and freaking the, 2022 and, yeah. who's flushing documents right flushing right. documents right right there's how not do you a fl- how do you flush I mean, a document dude, there's not a fireplace there what there's Shredder. a document there's a document right yes we, I hear here's you. how i, I flush you. it it's a freaking delete you. button well, golly, you, you know, but I, yes. And the other, the other thing, the reason no. why some of these stories are coming out now is, you know, what you said, some people are writing books and so they're going to do this to pump that up. Also, the midterm elections are coming up and the Durham report, you know, more, right. you know, you're hearing more and more about that. So you've got to have, you know, the, the, the left is coming up with all these, well, Trump was flushing documents, ma. You know, you've got hey, that story. I love it. So good job. Do, do it, Ed. What do you hey, do? Did you, uh, oh, uh, did you go to school for journalism? Yes. What? You, is that what your yes. degree is? Yes. Where have you been? No wonder. Yes. I'm, You're no, not even I'm, drinking. I'm, 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 He's such a professional. I am I, too drinking. You know, but hey. that that's that's what we were taught in school. That, you know, you that. had to, that you had to have multiple, you know, where you could confirm what these people were saying. They don't teach that anymore. You know, you had to have, Mm-mm. you had to have two sources confirming yeah. independently what you were talking about. If you were just going to have one, you needed to have authentic documents. <sighs> you know, and if they weren't going to say, "Hey, quote me and use my name," you know, and and you know that's the best way. And now, and now we've come to the point where you're just where making the, stuff up. The FISA court. The and most, they made the stuff most up secret, on that. The most secret, yes. most sacred court in the country, supposedly. Some of the sources <sighs> they used to get the wiretaps on the Trump campaign, they used comments on Yahoo News stories. The FBI right. put those comments right. as sources. Right, right. Just you comments. Did, did not that, have. I could have made the that comment. That a 12-year-old could have put in right, there. Right, And the court accepted right. them. Yes, and I, you know. And so let's talk I about the, the optimism bo- of the country again. This uh, is my favorite part to uh, talk about. Know, I, I guess the, bo- the bottom line is most of America does not know what's really going on. All they know, and a lot of them, you know, probably don't even know what NBC, CBS, ABC, Google, Facebook, whoop de doo whatever is feeding them. But, but that's, you know, mo- that's how a lot of people get their news now is off of, you know, some of those places Mm -hmm. and they are not telling the truth. They just aren't. And so that's where we are. And when you have the force of most of the media, Mm. you know, except for Fox news, uh, the Washington times, the Washington examiner, the New York post, uh, you know, some other right leaning, right. Or at, at, at least down the middle, 
And the Wall, the Wall Street Journal, too, actually, the Wall Street Journal editorial page has been hammering this the last couple of days mm-hmm. about, you know, where all this is could lead. And some some people now, you know, the Democrats are poo-pooing it all. But some people are saying, you know, really what this what could happen here is that you could have indictments against Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, various other big name people. Now, the problem with some of this is and why that might not and quite frankly, probably won't happen. There's a little thing that's going to come up here as a big roadblock to anybody going to jail for some of this stuff. And that's the statute of limitations Mm -hmm. because uh, a lot of these things have happened in 2015, 2016, 2017, and then on into 2018, 2019. But a lot of it was set up and the statute of limitations for some of these crimes ranges from five to seven years. Mm. So we're kind of right on the, it's a really simple, good message to the American public, and I, I really appreciate this reality because, guys, here's what it is. If you get caught with too much marijuana, you're going to go to jail. But if you commit treason, high treason against this nation, as long as you're wealthy enough and powerful enough, nothing's going to happen to you. <laughs> and, and a Democrat. A, and a Democrat. That's the most important part right there. Mm-hmm. Because I we've mean, seen dude, that even guys, even guys with a lot of money who right. are on the other side are in jail this right is, now. This is on, where revolution begins. Yeah. I mean, it's this This is the recipe for it. You still have to cook it, but the recipe is there. Rule of law is very important, and, and over the last five years, we've seen a lot of it disintegrated. Even the uh, Hillary uh, server investigation, email investigation. Oh, right. Any, anybody else working in government would have faced a long prison sentence yep. for sending having, the type of emails that she sent. And having she was own, given full immunity. Right. right. Ha- having her own server. I mean, she, she was secretary of the state for crying imagine, out loud. Imagine this. Imagine this. You're under investigation for sending this... Uh, classifications that we don't even know about that she sent unsecured well, you know and, being and they secretary wanted, of state i mean she has her yeah. security clearances the pretty F- darn high the fbi wants to talk to you about it and this is what they say before the interview we'll give you full immunity before we even talk to you yeah that's what they did for her and we won't record the interview it'll just be a talk yeah. that's what it she got that's the deal she got doesn't work that way on blue bloods let me tell you it's incredible <sighs> We got to hear what it is you're offering before we guarantee you anything. So we need to hear this first. It's the likes of which no one's ever seen before. Right. And of course, you know, you know, she or her minions took a hammer to the hard drive and tried yeah. to destroy all of it and used what some sort of bleach to try to why I some of the know, emails were on so, Anthony Weiner's laptop. Yeah. It, you know, it, well, now there might be listen, some interesting guys, uh, Anthony Weiner <laughs> and Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Well, who am I? Who am I? Yeah, who am I Clinton? Now, I don't know about you guys. I, I mean, I I'm don't have sure any, I know why Hillary kept her around. I don't I don't have anything to hide. But when I'm going to when I'm <laughs> going to imagine hard drive out of my computer, I first thing I do is smash it with a hammer and bleach it. But did you wipe it like with a cloth? No, I mean, remember that ridiculous thing? So yeah. how do you I mean, how do you do that? You just do you drop it in some? Ble- I mean, how do, what is that process? When I hear my point well, is, is that the hard drive? When, when you, you have nothing, to, when you have nothing to hide, well, you don't that's care. A, that's 
I mean, dude, you know why I don't know how to completely, securely, and safely wipe a hard drive? I don't care. You have nothing to hide. I have nothing to hide. You know, it's always, you know, like if, if anybody watches cop shows, you know, and they're asking some dude, uh, you know, where were you? Oh, I was over here, you know, and you ever, you know, so, oh, I, no, I never heard of him or anything. Well, what about this right here? Uh, I need a lawyer. Right. Wait, what? I thought you didn't know. No, sorry. I need, well, you don't need a lawyer if you really don't know anything about this. Well, well, except yeah. unless that's you're a Republican. Your, I was going to say, that's not your legal other, advice to our audience. I'm no. talking about mostly, no. you know, well, and that's, and criminal. That, that becomes Get a lawyer, the, people. That, I was going to say, that becomes the problem. I mean, I, Lori and I were, were sued by a company in Mexico. We had zero to do with anything, but we sure had to defend ourselves because the company in Mexico had resources. Mm-hmm. So they didn't care. So $6,000, when you have zero to do with it and it still costs you six grand, I mean, okay, dude, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it wasn't even criminal. I mean, it was just a civil suit. And again, we had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Somebody so he, else had something to do with it. So he says. See, and in things like that, kidding. I think if you get, if you get, and, well, and no, some of the laws have been changed a little bit, but in a situation like that, you get wrapped up into something like that and you truly really yeah. have nothing whatsoever to do with it. The other side or somebody other than you mm-hmm. needs to pay those attorney. Fees. I agree. And my attorney even said, I asked about that. And he goes, well, yeah, you can, you can certainly countersue for the attorney fees. But he said they're in Mexico and there's no enforcement agency. You, you were not going to get that money back. So it's going to just cost you more money and you're not going to get it. Yeah, but I bet they would have been able to get your money if they would have won. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and the here's government the, would, our government would have helped them. And here's yeah. what's so frustrating about the whole deal. What we were accused of was stealing $1.5 million. That's pretty, that'd have been cool to have, but I can tell you we didn't have it. We certainly didn't steal it. And, and so here's the funny part about all that is they asked for X amount of years of tax returns. We gave them every tax return we ever filed as a married couple. We, we overgave everything. Because why? Yeah, find it. Please, find the $1.5 right. million. We would love to have would, it. Man, Tell us where it is. Even if I, I at the very <laughs> least, I'm like, oh, I accidentally took it. I didn't even know I had it. <laughs> but I'm it's, like, please. It's more of a burden than you think. What is? Having All that, that money? money. Yeah. Well, uh, please tell me, me tell me about it, Ed. It's a burden, bro. <laughs> let me let me relieve bro. you of the burden, Ed. Mm. Anyway, it's mm. stupid, man. And that's why I say this is a recipe for revolution. At some point, people are just going to get... Here, here's the deal. When I say you're going to get tired of being bullied, there comes a point where where it's not about being bullied anymore. It's about survival. You've brought me to a point where my only practical option here, literally my best option, is a violent one. When you bring a populace to that point, you have revolution. Because it's actually their objective <coughs> best option. And we're not far from that. We're just not far from that. Mm, I'd say we're a long way from that. I know, but But you're wrong. What what you're saying is true. (laughs) What you're saying is true, but I mean, if you look worldwide, the state of countries and what people put up with from their governments. Yeah, exactly. If you look worldwide, you, you give me one Western nation that has the kind of cultural depravity that this country has. Uh, name, well, name I don't live example. anywhere else. I don't know. Maybe I'm if just I... saying. Yeah, you know what? The oppression in Western Africa has kind of been there for years and years and years and years. America is not that way. The rapid 
encroachment of the government, it is sped up. It has gotten so massive and so quick and, and it's not slowing down. It's not like it's turning. It's not like people are going, you know, okay, I feel like they've had enough. Let's give them a little breathing room. No, it's getting worse and worse and worse. And the problem is that better than two thirds of our nation, of our population, remember a time that wasn't like this. If you didn't have that, I mean, if it was nothing left in our country but millennials and younger, I agree with you. No problem. But the problem is that that's not what's left in our country. I think you'd be surprised at the generation below the millennials. Well, I'm, I think they're a lot I, no, more independent. I'm not, yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm just saying they're not yet yeah. the, in enough numbers because yeah, 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 yeah. they're only about five years old into being adults. Yeah, and I think the birth rate, I think their generation is yeah. one of the lowest birth it's rates. It's slowed too. down. Yeah. Um, so the reason, the reason, uh, that I started laughing is because you make me so uncomfortable. It's not because <laughs> it's not because I think it's funny. I make you uncomfortable. I'm just a little scared of you. Why? I'm just kidding. Wow. So listen, here's so the thing. Is this all of a sudden, this is like turned into Dr. Yes, Bill. Let's, or, let's uh, talk about Oprah. my emotions. No, I guess, you know, I've been so many now it was, it was back in the eighties, but I've been to so many crappy. Wait, when was this? Really, in the nineteen eighties. Oh, been tell to us about s- it. I've been to so many <laughs> really, really, really shithole countries um, and seen the way those people. Sorry, what whole country? <laughs> and seen the way those people live and stuff. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't say those people. Seen the way the people live. Oh. It just when I compare it to how we live, I just I don't see all the I pain. I know you don't, and but I understand I that. About. But you yeah. see what I'm saying though? Yeah. Like it's about mm-hmm. point of reference, and and I because yeah. I mean I one of the most enlightening things I ever did was talk to a, a missionary who is still very in touch with America, but lives mostly in Africa, and just having conversations and perspective. You don't have to ask him any world positional things just listening to him talk the subjects the the things they do the processes um because i've met a lot of missionaries who are very out of touch in general like you just can't have a conversation but this guy specifically can have a great conversation with he's very normal so to speak you know but but their attention is so different their idea of multiculturalism is massively larger i mean if you look at america we call ourselves the melting pot you know we've got all these people from all these different nations and we act like that's unique or special or rare or whatever the reality is in other countries that's just commonplace there's tons of nationalities all clumped together yeah and they unify around being human beings not around their differences and this is the thing we are it is being done strategically for those who don't think that i you know i don't know what to tell you except i think the evidence is everywhere that it is intentional the division that's being sown in the country it's not oh kind of sort of no it's absolutely intentional so do you think so let's say the midterms come and it's the giant red wave likes being projected we take back congress or i shouldn't say i'm skeptical the gop takes back congress takes back senate it proves that our elections are secure they're accurate we win both of those houses because if they're cheating (laughs) they won't let that happen well let's say we do sweep in Will you feel better at that point? No. Will you f- at least think that the American people woke up and said, and showed up as in mass and said, we need a change? Why? <clears throat> I, I think it's a natural, it's the pendulum swing. I think mm-hmm. that's predictable that that happens. It all, usually happens, right, quite frankly. All it's going to do is, it's just, the divide still weaken, weep, uh, weakens, uh, 
widens is what I'm Mm -hmm. trying to say. It's just going to polarize more. Not to say that I, you know, I don't want the the pendulum to swing because while it's on its way back to the other side, there's a nice, you know, six month period where everything's nice and central. And I'm like, oh, this is cool and moderate. (laughs) And then it's gone again. Mm -hmm. And, and I, so no, I don't have that. I I think the bottom line is until somebody comes in and actually like unites the division, it doesn't matter because we're trying to fix uh, by overcompensating, it's like oversteering when you're getting swervy on the interstate. I mean, the more you try to correct, you overcorrect, and you end up crashing. I've gotten a little swervy. You know uh, hey, oh. well, I've been well, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be dumb again. I, I certainly hope that we will see a red wave. I'm hoping for a red tsunami, quite frankly. Mm, but nice. I don't know I mean, because you know we're all, like we were talking about earlier. We're already they're trying to set things up. Hey, we fixed COVID. Hey, you know, we've stopped a war with the Ruskies. We're doing all these good things. Gas prices. Ah, you know, it's you're making a lot of money anyway. Yeah. I mean, what is it? It's three bucks. What it, the hell? It will be. A, all yeah. this kind of stuff. And the media will be firmly behind it. They will, you know, talk ad nauseum about how all of a sudden how good things are. How Grandpa Joe turned everything around that it was horrible and then here came grandpa joe and everything is good again and people are going to sit there because that that you know they only some people only watch your nbc abc cbs mm-hmm. msnbc the view all and that those kind people of crap. think 50 percent of the people who get covid go to the hospital right and die right uh and so they're gonna they're gonna believe that and so they're gonna go well geez why do i want to vote for the republicans yeah. when the democrats are the one that fixed everything well, when yeah. in reality they're the ones who screwed it all up in the first place here's my prediction it will be a red tsunami and it will be blamed on faulty election systems and it will be the responsible the reason that it will be a red tsunami is mostly going to be because of gerrymandering that is already that foundation is already being set Mm -hmm. we've already seen democrats and the mainstream media complain uh, about that we've already seen the the seeds being planted Mm -hmm. from Nancy Pelosi and Chucky Schumer but and I don't Grandpa think that'll be Joe. The story. I don't think they're going to the ride elections, that, that the elections yeah. were were on shaky ground, you know, and all those dadgum red states but, have changed their voter laws. And so mm-hmm. no people of color were allowed to vote. Right. No of people of color were allowed to vote. Chased out I of mean, the you're, polling you're chased out of the polling centers. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, no, I and mean, you know, they weren't they weren't allowed to have any water. They weren't allowed to have any food. <laughs> they weren't allowed to do, you know, go to the bathroom when they needed to. Four of them died you while know, they, waiting in yes, line. The I only know. people that were allowed to vote were old white guys. Mm-hmm. So, yes, of course, it was a red tsunami. <laughs> they weren't allowed to have any water. You know, that's that's going to. Up. Well, you know, that's what they're saying. Right. They are. You know, they're still saying yeah. that, you know, in just Atlanta, the other just the other day, yeah. just the other day. You know, I, I heard, you know, AOC and one of her speeches down in Texas, she was talking about, you know, all the, you know, the new that voter suppression and keeping mm-hmm. people from being able to have water and keeping <laughs> all like this. Well, the reality of it is what the what the rule is that within 100 feet of a polling place, there cannot be electioneering. Right. And when what that is, is when you're being given a bottle of water that says, Joe Biden wow. on it, right? By a guy or a gal wearing a Joe Biden T-shirt, right? That cannot happen. But you can't now, give a beyond, bottle of Aquafina, oh, just a regular <laughs> bottle of Aquafina, <laughs> right? And you're wearing a T-shirt, maybe that's 
that's got the stars and stripes on it. Right. Mm-hmm. You can do that. The uh, and, and a lot of places, that's how they do Dude, it. Dude, most polling and, places but, are at churches or schools, and yes. they all have volunteers providing yes. snacks and water. Right, exactly. Nonpartisan. Right. Are we that weak? Yes, but what, what a lot of, what a lot of people don't realize is that when the mainstream media and all these high-profile celebrities, politicians are saying... They're not allowing people to have water. Right. They believe it. Right. And and yes, they're not being allowed to have Joe Biden sorted, branded Joe water. Joe Biden branded water. Or right. Donald Trump. Or Donald for that Trump. Matter. Any of them. Right. You know, whatever, any of them. And a bit about, you know, all this other stuff. And then, you know, when they're talking about, you know, Georgia, well, they've you know, the, it, they've set time limits. Yeah. They've changed they've the, put changed time the limits hours on, of when yes. they can vote. And you mean well, like, oh, they've increased the opportunity. Yes. Right. And in many cases, they have. But they took and away one, the drop one, boxes. The one thing that, you know, that the, they've talked about were the early voting, the, the weekend hours. You know, the rule in Georgia used to be that on the weekends, you could go to the election county election board. It was open during regular business hours. Well, on Saturdays, regular business hours. 8 to 12. 8 to 12 or 9 to 1. But, I mean, that's or 9 to 12. Right. Those were their regular business hours on Saturday. All right? Well, what the Georgia legislature said was, nope, it needs to be 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. And so how many Democrats, including the President of the United States, did you hear saying they're stopping people from voting at five o'clock? Well, most working people don't get off work until five o'clock. Well, that's true. I mean, they are stopping voting at five o'clock. They used to stop it at freaking noon mm-hmm. on wow. a Saturday. But so they're not lying. Yes, they're stopping it at five. But they don't go on to say that this is on Saturday, right? Early voting. It used to just be nine to noon, and they're not now. Ignorant. It's nine to five. This is the problem. Wake up, America! These people aren't telling you something because they're ignorant. They're manipulating you. They're gaslighting yeah. you. Yeah. The key things of a freaking narcissist. So anyway. yeah, vote for a freaking nar- narcissist. I mean, that's that's and that's our only freaking candidate options. Uh, I guess that's our choice. Mm. So anyway, I don't know. Yes, I'm pessimistic uh, about the future I'm of our little, country. I'm a little, I, I'm a little bit that way. Too. I'm gonna but, actually say optimistic. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen, because I want this. Even though, <laughs> even though, and for all you, everybody out there who might also be a little concerned, yeah. a little worried about this th- sort of thing, let me just say, <laughs> whiskey helps. If you're not, if you're just listening, he showed his shirt. Yes. If you're just listening, yes. go to Spotify so you can watch. And and if you're wondering, uh, you know, it's it's really cool. I got the American flag over here. Mm-hmm. Got the grunt style logo uh, over here. And I just love. So. And then yeah, he loves his wife, which Show is very nice. Lift oh. it higher. Lift it higher. Higher. Read the small print. I love it. See, it's it. Oh, there we go. Okay. With my wife, let's see here. Before that, you know, guns. you could you could just see. I love I love it when my wife. But we couldn't see what else. So, right. you know, your mind is going all kinds of different places. I yeah. like it when I'm on the big screen. I know. Hold on, do it again. All right, here's that everybody. He's out of frame oh, in a weird way because he's leaning. There okay. He is. okay. Well, I'm glad we did that. <laughs> 
We got my feelings out. All we right, know listen, what makes you know, me feel. We only have 13 I'm, minutes left. 13 minutes? We, yeah. Really? 13 minutes? We only have 13 minutes left. Wow. And, I, and I really okay. want to talk about Canada because... Oh, I'm, I'm gonna throw this out there. I, 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 it's a great song. I love that song. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I, I likened the trucker protest over vaccine mandates and all other COVID mandates, not just vaccine, but COVID policy and mandates. I likened that to a modern day tea party when I was talking to my wife, and uh, and I am 100% pro uh, the protest, the peaceful protest, the nonviolent protest, the the We've civil, not seen civil any, disobedience protests. Have, haven't seen any buildings burned down. And We've not we're seen met any with government violence. Televisions uh, stolen. That's why not I, seen any Gucci bags right. stolen. So I'm 100% behind them. Um, one, I mean, I'm behind their cause, but I also love the way they're doing it. Randy, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I'm behind their cause too, but... <laughs> As anyone who's a loyal viewer or listener to this podcast knows, uh, during the BLM uh, riots slash peaceful protests, mostly peaceful, mostly peaceful, except for the places where they were burning down stores and breaking windows and stealing things and Killing beating people. people. Setting but up their own other than that, this is extremely uh, peaceful. Yeah, Chad or Chaz or whatever. <laughs> that was that. awesome. But anyway. One thing that I, well, not just one, there were several things I didn't like about that. Mostly right. the, what we talked about burning and it's not peaceful. If you burn something down or you break things, right. you hurt people. It's not peaceful. Sorry. It is peaceful anyway. to burn wood down if it's in a fire pit and you're just chilling. Sure. It's actually wonderful. Sure. Yeah. But, I got, you know, you know, or if you're like a couple of truckers, I saw if you're sitting in a hot tub, right. uh, you know, well, out another th peaceful thing to burn is, uh, you know, government documents that would incriminate me. That's also very peaceful <laughs> you, when they turn uh, it or just have, flush. Have it. you done that in your fire pit recently? I don't have any government documents. So I don't have anything to be incriminated of. No, but the, the thing I said Anymore. during the during the BLM uh, stuff was right. that, and many other places they did this, but here in Oklahoma, they they went strolling out onto the Centennial Freeway in downtown Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. They had a big crowd on I-244 in downtown Tulsa which got a lot of publicity when a guy in a pickup pulling a horse trailer tried to keep going. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people were upset about that. He's trying to run people over. Well, you know, really, he wasn't trying to run people over. He was trying to get the heck out of there because the pro the peaceful protesters were banging on the side of his horse trailer. He had animals in there that were freaking out. Mm -hmm. And so he's trying to get out of there. And now we, uh, you know, and there were already, I believe, some laws on the books. Now there are even stronger laws yep. on the books that say you cannot block those types of roadways. And you're not supposed to do it unless you have a permit. Mm -hmm. You know, and even if, you even if you're going to go on a, even if you are doing a, even if whatever you're doing, even if you're having a 4th of July parade, you have to have a permit to go down whatever street you're going to go down because you want to get the police over there to block off traffic from that street so that you don't have, you know, you're not blocking things. You're not getting anybody run over mm -hmm. and this kind of stuff. Well, the problem I have with the trucker protest in Canada, they were blocking those roads. And, and you know, these weren't neighborhood streets. These were 
what the international bridge between Canada and the United States and, yeah, and Detroit and some other things. Yeah. So people who are trying desperately, people who are trying desperately mm-hmm. to get the hell out of Detroit could not get to Canada. Yeah. There's other places uh, to cross, by the way. Okay. Well, but I'm that just saying, blocked. and my thing is, look, I'm not going to be a hypocrite about this. Right. You know, if I'm going Appreciate to, if I'm you. going to complain about what happened in that situation with BLM, I'm going to do the same thing. Even though I appreciate the cause, I understand why they're doing it. But nonetheless, you, I just don't think that you should block off that type of transportation for people to prevent yeah. people from going back and forth from from you know, their normal course of right. business That's or why, emergency vehicles and, and I, or yeah, whatever. I agree 100% I mean, there are other ways, I I think, surely there's another way to do it. There is. I There is another way, and I agree 100%. The government can lift the mandates. Well, yeah, <gasps> sure. Absolutely. And the government they could have solved that problem, right? Cause, right, Because exactly. let me ask you this question about the BLM protests. What could the government have done? Arrest them all. No, no, no. As I'm soon saying, as they started what was, burning what, buildings. They were protesting and what? breaking in. They were protesting action, right? They were saying the, the law enforcement and the government are targeting young black individuals or whatever. Hunting them. Hunting them. In the so, streets. So then, all, what, what does the government do to respond to said protest? Uh, okay, we're sorry. We're sorry. We'll stop. Go ahead and I'll take in what, the police. Chief go ahead and come out here on the street and right. burn stuff. There down. was there was no demand. There's no demand in those protests. Nobody said this is what we want. That is something tangible that you can execute. That you can say, all right, well, here's I mean, where some, it is. Now some of them did. I mean, you know, they were talking about you need to disband your police department. Right. There's agreed. Need, okay. Fair you enough. Need, you need to get all but of hold, these racist, murderous just, cops just off do the this. street. Here's the deal. It, no, you're right. I yes, want you they to could have and should have lifted the mandates. Absolutely. That would have solved the yes, problem instantly. Absolutely. And that's but my I'm, point. I'm we're blaming saying, the truckers for doing the only thing a trucker can do. Well, when the government, it's it's saying, because it wasn't a freaking law they passed. It was an executive you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what the law is in Canada. Maybe yeah. it may be it's in very Canada. similar to ours. Maybe honestly. in Canada you can block uh, roads. I mean, I don't know what the but, law but is But even up if there. it was happening but in the United against, States. But it's against I'm the law saying. here. Right. And I, all I'm and all I'm getting I, at is that when, when you're protesting something that is fundamentally unconstitutional in the first place, then I think you have an argument. Then you're saying, okay, you're, you're violating my, my rights. And so here's what I'm going to do. It's peaceful. You're not, you're not violently doing anything. You know, but nonetheless, yes, you're not burning anything down. You're not breaking in or whatever. That but would be more you, acceptable. You apparently. are. I don't know how in it would United play. I, I was going to say, I don't know how it would play in Canada. In the U.S., yes, that's far more acceptable. Burn the place down, steal you some Gucci bags and some nifty 4K TVs, and we're good. Mm. Uh, Canada and, doesn't have an, oh, never mind. But the... I, you know, in this situation, you're also affecting the lives of other people. Right. Now, I don't know. Maybe there are different. <laughs> well, I'm sure there are. There's different ways you can drive 50 miles out of your way if you need to get to Detroit to go to work right. or if you need to drive from Detroit to wherever on the Canadian side. Yeah, I guess you can go 50 miles out of your way to like another you didn't bridge. Know it was there. <laughs> well, I'm. Uh, you know. Okay, I, I have, we're I just going to have to agree to disagree <laughs> because I, I I just don't 
like that when that sort of thing is happening yeah. and you're affecting other people's lives just, who are really not just, involved in, in this and are still trying to go to work or go to the, a doctor's appointment or go do whatever it is they need to you do. You don't need to cross just, the border to do that. Go ahead. Well, it depends. Just, you, hey, if you're living in Detroit and you're trying to get a good deal on pharmaceuticals, Canada's where you need to go. No, it's where I you want to go, not need you to know, go. I just, hey, if you're trying to save somebody, I mean, come on. I just is anybody out there on my side? I mean, come on. I'm, you know, yeah, it's two the Democrats. against one here. No, the Democrats are all you know, on your side. I, no, I the Democrats are not on anything. my side. They don't two care against, about old people who need two against drugs. one. I haven't even talked. I'm just assuming you're going to be against me. <laughs> no, see, I was going to say when I, you know, and I've felt this way since the beginning when of the podcast. BL, no, when BLM <laughs> first started blocking roads and with their Antifa thugs helping them, I. I just and then with the truckers too, I had the same thoughts. Consistent. What if you're driving and you get caught up in one of these things and you're stuck, people in front of you, people in back. Right. And you have diarrhea. Well, you're gonna have a you're gonna fill your pants is what's gonna happen. I know, but think about that. You know that's happened. I'm sure it has. And that person forever is gonna be embarrassed. I'm sure that that some of those people who were caught up in that up in Tulsa, you know, probably the guy driving the pickup pooped his pants, you know, you know, and when his, when his wife was in the cab of the truck with him and his horses were in the trailer and all these lunatics are coming up screaming at him and pounded on the table. I'm sure there was some pooping going on somewhere. That that was one, that was something good about those BLM protests blocking roads is there were some epic videos of people running people over and, and some drivers getting out and just going and some drivers getting out and just going to pound town on some of these protesters. I mean, putting them on the (laughs) pavement and just boom, boom. Those were some epic. Here's the problem is that from some of the stuff I've seen, I mean, I put myself in a very practical position. I don't know how they wouldn't have been shot by me. Because the way they approach certain vehicles yes. and their aggression, yes. it incredibly likely that, I mean, I would well, you instantly know, think they were about well, to hurt me. And, well, and, and I'll tell you this, what if, entry what, what if you there. had, what if Lori was with you oh, and, your, no and your kids were with you? Mm-hmm. No question. And you saw something like that going on. Right. I, I, I think anyone, I don't care what color you are. Oh, I think Lord, anyone, no. and I don't care what the, the color, I mean, you know, it could have been a bunch of old white guys. You know, coming up on you, mm-hmm. if if you know they're snarling and all like this, and they have yelling at you, yelling at you, up. and and some of right. them are holding baseball bats and things like that, and you have your family in your car, right? And you have a gun. Well, I, I mean, it is a miracle that more people weren't shot dead in those situations. Well, there's a reason that a lot of the Oklahoma stuff didn't get out of hand because our state laws. If you're in a vehicle, as soon as somebody starts to make entry. Whether it's through the door, through the window, or whatever, you're at Castle Doctrine Standard. Is Ground make at entry that point when they put can. my their hands on the handle of my car door? Uh, I mean, you're. I mean, touch, you're touchy point, there. Get them to break the window. But here's the thing: if they put, well, the, you know, if they put if their hand you, on the handle, it's uh, instantaneous to get in. Uh, if your door, well, you know, I mean, see, here's the deal, though. Argument. Yeah. Be careful. You, That's all I'm saying. If you shoot now, if them, you unlock your door, but no, it would be unlocked if you, as soon if as they you, open it. If you shoot them through the window, well, the window is going to break. Right. Right? <laughs> and so, I mean, who's to say what happened first? The what video. broke it uh, first? The glass is going out instead of in. 
Oh, I've seen enough blue Randy, bloods. What's I not, don't no, know that. Listen, yeah, it's very I'm important sorry. that yeah, we say right. on SSWRR that we do not give mm. legal advice and we're not Yeah, no, that's, that's true. I've seen enough blue bloods and CSI to know that, yes, they'd be able to tell that the window blew out instead of came in. All I know that's is... A good, is that's that a very good point, Ed. Fear for my life... It, is legitimate if someone here, here's what's ridiculous about most of the self-defense uh process what it would it be those who are trying to prove it wasn't self-defense is the point of which your life is legitimately being threatened at that point you're going to die like the point that most of those people want to lay out if if you wait till that point you've di- you're going to die not in oklahoma well, no, mean, no 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 you should not, read I'm, the statute no i'm yeah. just i'm saying that the the idea here is that yes in my home, oh those pe- yeah. the people the lawyers yeah. who are fighting against uh, it right yeah, they're saying yeah, yeah. well why didn't you just wait i mean yeah, how did you know uh-huh, what he was going to do uh-huh. how did you know what kind of gun he was going to pull what what um, why didn't you try to escape right yeah. it's mm-hmm. like well, well and, and you know and the other thing is your fear your fear my fear all different all different, right? Yes, and the the lawyer, it's the prosecutor, valid. or or whatever, they have another red line or right. whatever. So I mean, whatever yours is is what yours yeah. is. That's the part where you want to demonstrate in court. I feel like if I was that witness, and this is why I should never go to court because I would just totally go to jail. But if I was the witness, I would instantly jump out of the stand and run towards him, and 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 see, did you flinch? Did you move back? I wasn't going to hurt you. Why did you jump back? Right. What's wrong with you? I, right. Right. Oh, you were afraid for your life? Oh, that's really right. good. That's, I cannot that imagine. is really good. By that's the way, really I good. cannot imagine being bull charged by Jeremy. You want to? You want to experience? No, it? I would open. I would open <laughs> you know fire what, if I had a gun. Right. But guns are icky, so. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, oh crap. Oh, what? What's wrong? Oh, really? I'm sorry, folks, but. We're out of time. Uh, next week. We were having such a good time. Next huh? week, I'm going to be a lot more cheerier, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That's okay. a pregame next week. Oh, I need to get in on the pregame. That's yes, uh, okay. <laughs> well, All right. I guess I'm out then because we're going to have uh, a designated podcaster. <laughs> that's for sure. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, that'll do it uh, for this week. And be careful out there, Oklahoma. Some of you may get a blizzard. Later on uh, tonight, some of you may get tornadoes. Ed's not going to pay attention to any of it because he doesn't care about That's any true. of that. But watch out. Bad weather could hit while you're sleeping. So just be alert. <laughs> the world needs more alerts. Uh, I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. I'm Ed, neighbor from the north. And this has been another thrilling edition of Scatter Shooting. Hopefully, uh, we'll be back again next Wednesday, unless, of course, we get canceled. So, uh, we'll just see. I'll talk to the executive team. We'll find out if that's going to happen. <laughs>